welcome to the second of four interviews with Sharita Starr. It is February 20th, and uh, we thought we'd get this one done today since there's there's a lot of uh, astrological movement that's going on across our solar system, and it's going to affect us in the next few months, which I think is very interesting given the the amount of information that we've discussed in both the sit reps and the the roundtables, which, by the way, uh, got a lot of feedback on the last roundtable, so I appreciate all the feedback um, and uh, got a bunch of uh, things forwarded to both Matt and some other folks in the group. So appreciate all of the all the help there. And the reason why I opened it up, just so we're on the same page, and asked was that I was getting a lot of referrals anyway. So I figured I'd get it out of the way and get all the referrals and and start vetting vetting people. So we're going to talk about the next few months. I've asked Sharita to put together um, basically a, a, a synopsis of the, the next several uh, months as far as the lunar cycle and astrological cycle and by the numbers. And when you, you know, when people say by the numbers, this is what they're talking about. And the other side of it is that, you know, I get a lot of feedback from these, from these interviews and the part of the reason why I do them is to break people out of normal patterns of thinking and to get people to think outside the box and to look at um, the situation with a different lens. It's hard to do when you're in a day-to-day and you're taking a day to you know, take an incoming day-to-day. But the point of this is that there are correlations between what we're seeing astrologically and what's happening here on the planet. And I, I can tell you that regardless of what your religious views are, if you look at this with an open mind, it will help you look at the situation from a number of different lenses. And that's the point of the exercise. It's not to get you believe one way or the other. It's to get you to, to, can, to do some critical thinking and look at the situation as it is and look at it from a number of different aspects. And, you know, if you listen to what she's going to say, I can tell you that you're going to be surprised at the correlations between what we've been talking about, what we're looking at as far as, you know, most likely and most dangerous enemy course of action and what's actually happening astrologically. There's a lot of correlations. That's not that's not a coincidence. And it's also not witchcraft. This is this is literally math. And it goes back, this is dates back long before the Roman Empire. This is not, this is not new math. So uh, that's my ask is uh, listen with an open mind, make your own decisions, and then go from there. But uh, Sharita, I appreciate you coming back on the show. I know that this has been quite the, the ditty to schedule and to get it, to get it done. But um, I, I appreciate you coming back. Appreciate the time. And um let's just let's just start with i'm just going to let you talk about the next few months and what what it looks like from a numerology perspective and what you know what you see versus what i see well first off thank you for having me back and uh thank you as well to your objective audience and um that the fact that they would give it consideration i know yes um astrology and numerology are not well received, especially if you happen to have a lot of religious, you know, beliefs uh, in general, because they tell you don't believe in it. <laughs> so, um, but I am not a, I don't practice witchcraft. I don't do any of these things. I'm a 
I, I call myself, I'm just a math geek, and that's really what I do. And I try to translate that from above to what we are, you know, experiencing as humans down here below. And I, I've been watching and clocking America for a, a very long time. It's just something that I've always sort of gravitated to. Uh, you know, I've been doing this work for well, I started reading the horoscope when I was about seven, so I don't know if you consider the fact that I've been doing it for close to 50 years, but I really started getting into this uh, about 25 years ago is when I really started doing it as a profession and and as, you know, you know, doing what I do. So I've been watching things for a long time and, of course, you know, seeing what was going on in this country, it, it, it started to trigger me a, a while ago to let's investigate because the, the country has a chart just like any human being does, um, has both a numerology chart, has a astrology chart. And this is how we see the purpose of any human being, any business, any country, any relationship, whatever you want to examine. There's a moment in time that allows us to capture that. And that's that's what we're looking at. We're looking at just the position of the planets in that moment when you were born, when the country was born, relationship is born, a business is born, what have you. And then to always see what's going on in what I always call a forecast, because I don't do predictions either. I'm not a prediction person. I forecast. I tell you what the energy is plausibly offering and your free will gets to figure out what it wants to do. And if you're going to any astrologer, any numerologist, any reader of any of any kind, they have to allow your free will to be, you know, uh, exercised. And if they're not, then you should probably run for the hills. And and you know, I do believe that is exactly why this kind of way of looking at life is not more well known. Uh, it's hidden from people. And if you go, if you, if you do your history, you want to go your little rabbit hole and deep diving, you will find that many, many people in hierarchy in like kings and queens and what, what have you throughout history have used astrology and they kept it from the common person because they didn't want them to know anything. Because why? Because then they can't serve the, 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 the common, you know, the common man can't serve if it actually thinks it has an individual soul. <laughs> so, so th that's really my, you know, take on why it's so hidden. I mean, it's not taught in school, you know, it's not in our school systems, which in my lifetime, that's one of my missions is that, you know, when we do reform this country uh, for, for the reasons it needs to be done, um, that this is something that uh, uh, you can have access to. Because it should be taught. If everybody was taught how to respect who they are and what they're good at, we'd have a lot less conflict. Because everybody would be doing what they're supposed to be doing instead of trying to fit themselves into a... The, the, the woman who taught me this work, she says, you can't be a square peg fitting in a round hole. And this is what culture does. It puts you in that. If you don't stand up for yourself and, and step out of that, you're always a square peg trying to fit in a round hole. That's the bottom line. So, well, 
when it comes to America, and it also comes to collective, what I call both collective forecasting and any, whether we're looking at the forecast of the country, as we'll be talking about, or as any, and we've got a couple of individuals ready to go about how some cycles coming up in the spring are going to be affecting. So I, my specialty is the fact that I just don't do astrology and I just don't do numerology. I do this very, which is how I was taught the work. I fuse them together because they're guided by the planets. Both astrology and numerology are guided by planets. So that's what you're looking at at any given, whether you're looking at astrology or the numerology, it's planets and the energy that they represent and the plausibilities that they represent, good and bad, you know, positive and negative, because everything has polarity in life. And it's just, a, it's up to our free will to decide where we want to stand in that. And right now, we, you know, are obviously at a very serious point in, in America. Now, in numerology, we have this way that we understand what is happening in our life, person, country, entity, business, what have you. Year to year, as you get back to a birthday, was obviously we all have a birthday. You all know you have a birthday. Year to year on any given birthday, we work, we enter a new, what we call in numerology, a personal year cycle. And we touched upon this, I do believe, in the last interview. But just to circle back to that again so that we can bring it into the conversation. America is in a what we know as a nine personal year cycle as a country, which means when we're looking at numerology, we go one to nine. We have this way from the forecasting perspective that we spin in time in nine. So when we were born in 1776, the life path of this country is a five. It, it equates to a five when you do all that math. And then when it was 1777, we went into a six personal year and 78 was in seven personal year. And hopefully you're getting the gist of what we're doing. So we get back to a one and then we have gone through all of these nine-year spans. And Sir Steve probably will link in uh, the, the link to this article that I wrote last year and, and I have it all, I have, I put the whole history of the nine year spans we've ever been in as a country. So when yeah, you're, I'll, I'll put it in the comment section so everybody can see it. Yeah. So a nine year means you are at the end of something and you're at the end of a nine year span of time in Again, person, and in this case, countries, energetic. So what we started back, 2000, yeah, 2014, 2015, we are ending now. So things that were planted in a, quote, space of new beginnings, the last nine year we were in was 2014 as a nation. 2015 began this nine-year span of time that we're in right now. And you can do your, go back and what was going on in 2014 to 15, right? So we're in this space of, we are, since last July of 2023, 
we're clearing, we're finalizing, we're concluding. It's a Mars-guided year. So the planet in charge of nine is Mars. And what we do from the astrological perspective when we're doing this fusion forecasting is we're going to say, okay, now I've got America's birth chart. Where is Mars, the ruling planet of the nine year? How is that going all the way around the country's chart during this time frame? And that's how we start to see, oh, here's things ending here. Here's things ending there. And it's, you know, moving all along the country's chart. There's a whole thing you can access again through that link. And, and it's got everything in grave, grave detail. But what we are focusing on as a nation this year is clearance. Now, the other more not so, you know, nicer side of, of a Mars energy is that it is, it's aggressive. It's conflicting. It likes fighting. It's not afraid to fight. And even though we haven't gotten to like, everybody's like, fighting on the streets, like, you know, totally crazy. Like we believe this can go kinetic. I mean, it, it seems like at any given time, this can completely go freaking kinetic. And it's amazing that it hasn't yet. I, 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 I'm still in awe that this type of energy has not imploded upon itself yet. But as we're talking about these upcoming months, I, I have a funny feeling uh, we're going to get to something. Uh, that's going to be pretty severe. And I believe this is all going to transpire in April of this year. So I've been telling people about this for a while, but, you know, most people either, you know, if you're following along, you, you already know there's, you have a couple of your listeners are joined from the last, um, the last conversation we had. So, so Mars is our, this nation's you know, in charge of the year. And the other big message of... of when, when you say in charge of the year, what does that mean? Okay. So again, when... You got to chimp it down for me. Use simple yep, yep, words yep. and speak slowly. You, Otherwise, you, I'll get confused. Yeah. You, you, you can remind me anytime, chip it down. That's way too confusing. <laughs> so every, like, you know, like I said, when it comes to astrology or numerology, so whether you're looking at one of the, each of the 12 signs that, that is most people know what their sun sign is, you know, what time of the year you're born. Most people know what sun sign they are. That is, I mean, most people do. I, I, I don't think that is very hidden information, especially if you've read any given horoscope, which I don't think is the most accurate information half the time. Your, your true accurate information comes from casting the natal birth chart. And that comes from the time you're born, the, the location of where you were born. And then that gives us this map. And then that becomes your map for life and is a valuable one to use for self-knowledge. And as far as, you know, what, what's going to be cooking in my life. So whether you're looking at the astrological signs or you're looking at the root of numerology, which is any number one to nine. Well, we do have the zero in there, but that's a different thing. They're all guided by a planet. So when I say Mars is in charge of the nine year for America, Mars governs nine energy, it also governs Aries in astrology. So that's like another, that's the cross reference. So Mars has ownership over the nine vibrations and over uh, the Aries natives. So anybody born in the spring, 
you know, in the beginning of spring, there your ruling planet is Mars. It's you have the qualities of that that planet working through your personal frequency and vibration. And if you're a, when I say a nine vibration, that would be anybody. It doesn't matter what sign you are. If you were born to the ninth, to the eighteenth, or the twenty seventh of any given month, you are a nine as well, just in your own personal energy. And you also have the same channel of Mars coming through your frequency and vibration. And that is how your personality is set up. It's talent you have and so on and so forth. So when you're, again, the fusion is how does the astrology and the numerology come together? In a forecast, the planet in charge of the personal year from the numerology understanding we go back to the natal birth chart and then we see via current transits, how is that planet working through the areas of life for the person, the, the entity business, or and obviously in this case of America, the country. So, so let me make, let me make sure I get it. So there's, there's a chart with, with a number of, let's just say grids within that grid, you plot where the planet is during that time. And that tells you what kind of vibration you're going to have in your, in your birth year, in your, the year you're in. Yeah. It's like how life years. experience will potentially come towards you. And then what your free will can do to navigate it with as much as we always say as grace. Well, I always say never compromise living consciously. We want to live as consciously as possible, which is not what we're taught to do. Well, why don't we're we, why don't we do this? We're conditioned to be programmed, and we all know that part. But yeah. if we pull away from that and dive into the nuts and bolts of who we are, then we will get out of that and we start to see life very, very consciously. And as Americans, we're de well, most the average American is so unconscious, they don't know what ends up. You know, they just don't. Well, I think the best way to do this because it, there's so much information here is let's go through, you know, what that looks like for the U S over the next, let's just say in February and March. So, yeah. So the Mars for America. So, and then now I don't maybe want to layer too many things in, but I'm trying to do the highlights, which is what, what I have on my notes here for, for, for what we're experiencing. So, Within the spin in time in nine that you do every nine years or a country does every nine years of its existence within the year itself, there's another, like, that's a good way you said it, like a grid. You could call it a grid, however you want to look at it. But within the year itself, there's a one to nine spin as well. Another pattern of energy to tell you, Okay, within the year, the big the big layer of this, oh, I'm in a nine year. America's in a nine year. America is working through month to month. There's another numerical layer to go, okay, within this year of endings, this is going to be happening in another layer of understanding the numerology. So pull in February and then we'll move forward. So February for the country has been within our nine year, we're in an 11 root of two personal month for the country, which was happening up 
in the countries. Uh, it, it's happening down in the quote, we, it, it is our um, earning power, our value system, what we do um, to uh, income. And, and what, what is surprising to me that they keep pushing, 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 and, and you know, you've mentioned it recently, is that these people are, are saying how lovely the economy is. And we're, we're, we've avoided the recession and everything's, look at the jumping stock market and everything's just hunky freaking dory. And I, I, I think we need to, to revisit this. Um, because the energy is saying, no, that's not what's going on here. We're actually, there's things clearing and ending and leaving this area of the nation's life. And the way that they are looking to take that divide that obviously has already existed and they, they punched that super good. It is within the month of February, it has like, that has just been, the wedge has been driven. Like, I, you know, I, I don't know if any of anybody out there burns wood and you split wood, but like, you know, like you have, I'm just thinking of the metal thing that you, you put in the wood and then you take your big, you know, you take a big sledge and yeah, like that is just getting worse. The divide in this country, by the time we're done, and obviously we've got nine nine days because of, of the leap year this year, as the at the moment we get to record this, but we have a we also have a full moon coming this weekend, and I don't know what that is going to pull in exactly, but there's something blowing in that is going to take this way that this country is so delusioned about the truth. It so doesn't get information. It doesn't know how to discern it, but there's something so coming that's going to mesmerize that whole capacity even further. And as we conclude February, we're going to be in more of this divided mess than we're already know we're in. There's just going to be this like. So we're going to see more division across the country is what I'm hearing. Yeah, big time. Okay. Which I, I, I mean, how much more divided do you think you could get it? But there's something coming that I believe is. It, we haven't seen it really get intense in this, in, in this capacity. And uh, whatever's coming with this full moon, which uh, that's going to be arriving on the 24th of February, that's Saturday. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about full I'm moons for a second, because there's yeah. a direct correlation between full moons and people losing their fucking minds. Because and that's because the moon guides feelings and emotions in, in astrology or in numerology as well. And so the, the moon is also in charge of the two. So this is the month we're in, right? We're in an 11. It equates to an 11, but it's the root of two personal month. That's another reason why the emotions are being even more charged up. I mean, we've been emotionally charged in this country for God knows how long, right? We already know that part. But there's something coming within the close of February alone that's just going to like, really ice that cake and the, the like people's feelings are just like I, 
I don't want to say they're going to implode upon themselves, but, but kind of. <laughs> you that's, know. that's specifically vague. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, so the reason why I bring that up is that, you know, a lot of this um, that you're talking about is you're saying, if I'm hearing you right, we have a full moon coming. That full moon is going to harvest more emotion, more division, more feeling. And then that's going to lead us into something else. If, they, yes. if I heard, did I hear that right? That would be, that's a good chimping summation. Okay. Now, I'll, I'll what, go on. now what happens? So whenever we have any, you know, you know, planetary transit, what have you, the full moon is happening in the nation's from the chart perspective, it's happening in the nation's foreign affairs, what we do with foreign policy, what we're doing with, you know, obviously the issues that we have, <laughs> and I obviously don't need to explain what those are that are prominent in the news today. But this area of the country's life is also what we think or believe the truth is and how we hold our beliefs. So all of that is like, again, there is just this wedge that it's just going to take all of that existing. People are already divided. We already get that part. But it's that just gets widened. And the gap between understanding the truth and what the truth actually is, is just going to get. It's like if you could just think like something's just going to keep separating, separating, separating further. So like all the people over on the left and all the people over on the right, they're just going to get further apart versus come together in, in any form of unity, which is what the energy is indicating is going to happen unless you choose consciousness, you choose objectivity and you choose discernment. But these, the ones who are, quote, really being programmed or haven't stepped away from any of that that energy is going to sweep them up into uh, God knows where they're going to go in their heads or what they're really going to end up thinking. Well, you see the, you see the groups um, forming already, right? You have the group that's, that's working, doing yeoman's work right now to prove to everyone around them that everything's normal. Then you mm -hmm. have the group that knows something's wrong, but they're keeping quiet. And there's a group that knows something's wrong and they're starting to ask questions. And then there's the group on this side of the fence where we are, which is we're awake and we're looking at this going, okay, 100% of what we see in media, social media, and in print is all nonsense. It's, it's all bullshit. And we're looking at it from an objective point of view. And we've stepped away from the emotion of this and we're not getting wrapped up in the emotion. The people that are wrapped up in the, the emotion are the people that are easily duped by the system. Correct. And as we get closer to that capstone event or whatever that dark black swan or whatever you want to call it, we're going to see more and more of these people losing their shit, so to speak. Mm hmm. Now, what's going to be coming? And I think we touched upon we touched upon the infamous Mercury retrograde, um, I believe, in the last interview. We did. Now, we did. Yeah. I, I, and if you explained a retrograde to me a hundred times and, and, you know, you could, for, for lack of a better word, retrograde means that 
the stuff that's been done is going to be somewhat undone during that period. And that well, whatever you start, what, is what, 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 what a Mercury retrograde or really any strong, I mean, all the planets retrograde, all of them, all the way out to Pluto. But when you get into like outer planet retrogrades, they're not so close to, you know, what we're doing down here. And they, when they retrograde, they retrograde for four to five months at a time, which means, oh, you're not going to tell people, oh, well, you can't really do anything. But it's a, I, I always say outer planet retrogrades represent like a very subtle, longer, you want to, as far as how that cycle would be personally happening to you in your own life from how your forecast reads, you would want to take some consideration, but it doesn't mean, oh, I can't make a move. But what Mercury retrograde, which is our first inner planet that that we look at as, hey, watch what's cooking during a Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde, no matter what sign it's in, whenever it comes back around, and it comes back around about three times a year, it is the planet who guides communication, thinking, mentality, all exchanges of information, movement, traveling, cars, planes, trains, automobiles, everything, anything that moves, electricity, you know, obviously the cell phones, um, you know, the whole nine yards. So when it's going retrograde, which will always happen for 21 days at a time, those principles, those concepts are a little off kilter. They don't work right. Um, we, I mean, not that cells are perfected at this point anyway, but you notice like there's a lot more dropped calls during Mercury retrograde. There's the, your internet's not working right. You got to reset the modem or you're going to have to have it repaired. Your car breaks down, whatever the case is, you notice people in the media legacy or otherwise, because human error is the highest under Mercury retrograde than it is during any other time of the year. People make mistakes. Even, you know, doctors, whoever it is, which is why it is astrologically advised to avoid matters of major importance during Mercury retrograde because the energy is just not that fantastic. It is a cycle of reflection. And if you look at where it's happening in your own life, you take those 21 days and you do purposely say, hey, okay. What's already been going on here? What do I need to kind of take a retreat for, do a little recharging, clear this out, work with this in a more mindful way, but not engage anything new? That's what the Mercury retrograde wants. It doesn't want you to be signing documents, putting things into a brand new, you don't want to do brand new things under Mercury retrograde. So, what is coming up in April of 2024 is, and it will be no April Fools. It starts April 1st. <laughs> and I can only imagine what, what this April Fool's Day may, may or may not be like. And it will span um, until the 25th. This is, it happens to be a little longer than 21 days, which is kind of interesting. But most of them are twenty about a 21-day period. But this one, it goes from the 1st of April through the 25th. And this is a retrograde. This is going to be the Mercury retrograde. This is in the sign of Aries for the, 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 you know, so if you're an Aries, you're going to have this cycle moving over you in essence. 
So if you happen to be a sun sign Aries, you're going to really be feeling this one very strongly. But anybody is going to feel Mercury retrograde because Aries affects, depending on what your natal chart looks like, it affects one area of your life. Is it your career? Is it your relationships? Is it your money? Is it your um, home and family life? Is it the way you think? Is it your friendships? So on and so forth. So for America, this cycle is where we nurture as a nation, how we nourish ourselves, how we take care of our own, what we do, quote, on our soil, <laughs> and what we do at home with family. So there's something coming that is asking America, first and foremost, hey, are you going to pull back? Are you going to kind of take a look at what's going on? In, in your on your own soil, are you are you going to look at that? Are you going to nurture yourself a little better, America? That's what the cycle wants to ask. Now, there's a planet who's positioned in this area of the life for the country, which is called Chiron, which is known as the wounded healer. This particular Mercury retrograde for America is going to get a hit on this wounded healer planet in the country's chart. That's going to feel a little stinging. And Chiron is always, in a quick nutshell, it wants you to heal something very, very strongly, but it's a wound from a very long time ago. If that's resonating, I hope that chimps it down. What does Chiron mean? It's deep deep wounds that were emotionally implanted, you know, for a, a person, for example, it would be like what happened to you in your childhood. But for the country, it's wounds that have been, you know, th stuff that buried nobody knows about or were a quote unquote, the, the, the you know, the legacy media certainly didn't tell us, <laughs> you know, all, all of these things that we, that we understand because we're conscious and we're awake, we understand are going on. This Mercury, while it is retrograding, over the days of the 14th to the 16th of April will be right on top of this natal Chiron for the country. Mid-April is, uh, I, I, there's something in the midst of this Mercury retrograde is going to be very, very, very intense. And the country, when you get into those personal months of the spin in time as we're working through the nine year that we're finishing up through July 4th of this year. We, we are in a month. It's, it's, it's a four personal month for the country, higher energy of the 13, but I, I won't try to, I won't try to go too, too, too into the detail. The four personal month says you're going to have to expect the unexpected. Be prepared for anything. Be prepared for something to shockingly shift. So we need to be ready for that now. And we've, we've been, we've been actually preaching that for um, the last several months, be prepared for anything, right? right? Be prepared for, you know, whatever the point is, is to be prepared. Right. And yeah, to be prepared for whatever you can be. And then, Assess the situation as it shows up. And now, 
not only will we be contending with this cycle of reflection from Mercury retrograde, which is going to be very intense in the sign of Aries, because Aries is, you know, again, being guided by Mars, like the number nine is. Aries are not afraid of much of anything, <laughs> if you know an Aries. They go headfirst into just about anything they ever do. They're fearless people nine times out of ten. That doesn't mean that they're always, um, that they're kind of like we always say in astrology, like an Aries is like the child of the zodiac because, of course, of the first sign. They begin the whole deal. And then you get all the way around to Pisces and you kind of got the grandparents of the Zodiac. If, 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 you know, I, we could, we don't have time to go through the, what all the 12 signs mean, but we, we start with Aries and we end with Pisces. You know, that's the natural order of things. So energy in Aries is very at equally what I, I think this is going to be happening is anybody who's been completely naive or just ultimately childlike about any of the things that have been going on, all of that energy is going to pull itself out and be like more on the surface of, of what we're going to be watching. And you got, again, Aries is also not afraid of an argument, loves to be right, even if they're wrong, because they go head first. They don't, it takes a very discerning Aries and involved Aries to not uh, just go for it and not think about it first. Like they don't, they're, they're not the biggest pausers. They are great pioneers though. There's no question there. They pioneer a lot of things and they can be excellent warriors. And again, they're not afraid of a fight, but there's a lot of naivete as well in, in that same, you know, unless they've allowed themselves to really work with maturity. Um, or maturing themselves, an Aries at 70 years old will act like a kid, especially when they don't get what they want. So hey, we're not talking about me here. <laughs> now you're a Capricorn, sir, Steve, you're a whole nother <laughs> animal. <laughs> so I, I've been told that <laughs> I resemble well, that. You're a goat. You're, you're the goat. You're, you know, it's funny. There's, you know, all the signs have a, a symbol to them. So, you know, the Aries are also a ram. That's why they're known to go head first, but you're the goat. <laughs> so you climb the mountain, you know, that's what Capricorns do very well. And, right. and, you know, you guys work like nobody's business. I mean, you're, you're, you're the worker bee of the Zodiac. There's no question. Um, but now here's what gets when we're layering in, we're going to switch the topic back or switch the line of conversation back to the lunar cycles again, because what happens on top of all of this Mercury retrograde business is that we have an eclipse season simultaneously working alongside of it, which is lunar and solar eclipses. Um, which and we're due come, for one on April 8th. We're due for a, a solar eclipse on April 8th. Yeah, and I was just going to say, unless you probably are living under a rock, which nobody listening to this is living under a rock, um, you know about that, uh, that solar eclipse on April 8th because they've been putting that all over the news already about where you can see it and you know so on and so forth because it's, it's going to be very visible in the afternoon here in the U.S. when it aligns. Now, before that, however... Your very last days of March are going to be affected by a lunar eclipse that will happen on the 25th. 
Now that will align in the nation's uh, uh, area of its life. That is, it's what we call it the we structure of the nation's chart. So this, this concerns the country's leadership, who's in publicly in charge. So this th is going to indicate to me somebody's leaving the building. I, I don't know who exactly it is. Um, this but, is April we're talking about. No, this is coming off of there is a lunar eclipse, which is going to align on the full moon. The lunar eclipse is a full moon. The solar eclipse is a new moon. That's the way they work. So this lunar eclipse that comes in on the 25th of March for America is taking away. And what a lunar eclipse or a solar eclipse does is it takes that trigger point that it aligns in and it extends it for about six months. Now, in the case of what will be happening in April is the fact that it's a total solar eclipse, which means the effects of it pull in new energy for an entire year. So what we're going to be watching new come in April, and I'm going to get to where it's happening in the chart in a second. That's going to be happening. All what's new for America is going to pull in all the way through April of 2025. So that's going to be a very longer term way that this solar eclipse is going to be like going to be giving a little, uh, it's a loud punch and it's a loud punch in anybody's chart. It doesn't matter again, who you are and how you are. Aries, it, it works with some area of your life. So it's nice to know what that's going to be. But that particular. My guess is whoever's leaving the planet is going to be Carter. That would be. That well, would there's be that. Guess. Yes. So you have the plausibility that his passing could be what it is. It could be we get announced that they want to get rid of the ghost of Christmas past. I think you know who I'm referring to for that one. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. I, they may, they may take Biden out that early, but I don't think so. Unless he, could, it to. could come later. Yeah, it could come later. But the point of the eclipse and what that's trying to say is we're going to watch leadership be removed. So not, and it's going to be again a six month span of time. So this is going to pull us into the fall. So what you're going to watch is, yeah, I'm sure we're going to get the announcement of Carter. We'll see the Ghost of Christmas Past be taken out at some point. However they do it, that's the, however they do it. And I still wonder about Mister Mister Trump of what they're going to do with him because he's still a leader, whether or not he's technically, you know, all, all the malarkey going on, but he's still a leader of the country in his position. So whatever they're going to do with that. So that's all how that eclipse comes in. So we, we enter April, April 1st, start this Mercury retrograde reflection, all with this eclipse energy on top of us already. So it's a very intensified emotionally charged close to close to um march then we step into april we got all this mercury watch everything you're doing we we say with mercury retrograde you want to use your carpenter's rule you want to well and i say don't don't just measure it twice measure it 10 times and then you cut it that's the best way to avoid human error 
under under the transit because it does. I I it, I don't care who you are, you, you could be the most greatest perfectionist on the planet. You're still bound to make mistakes, especially if you're in a hurry, in a rush, and and scurrying about in the way that we're all you know conditioned to live your life now. The, the, you know, we're conditioned that faster is better, and that's the furthest thing from the energetic truth. Faster is not better. It, it is not not the truth at all. Um, we're, we're not meant to be going that fast. It's it's it has also tripped up humans to you know completely. So we pull in to April. We're advised to slow down. We're advised to take it reflectively. Look at where the Aries lives in our life. America needs to figure out how to nurture itself better, how to nourish itself better, needs to know what's really going on in its homeland, really what's going on with families, what's going on with the way we take care of ourselves as do a you nation. Think this, do you think this, this, um, this bit is referring to disclosures around what's go really going on in the country? Uh, I'm going to get to that as well. Well, okay. There's other things that indicate that's coming from other cycles. What I believe this is going to do is expose those, the deep wounds. Yes. The things that have been hidden and have never been spoken about that need to be healed so that we can move on with it. And healing takes time and is not an overnight process, as most people know. I mean, even if you're healing from an operation or, a, you know, wh whatever, things take time naturally, right? Um, we can give things a little help along the way to heal quicker, but most of the time healing has a natural process of its own. But in the midst of this whole Mercury retrograde going on, by April 8th, you've got the solar eclipse, the total solar eclipse. Well, guess what sign it's in? It's in Aries as well. Right next to the Mercury retrograde. <laughs> so the Mercury retrograde is going to come back by the 14th to the 16th of April to this point where the solar eclipse is happening at. So that natal Chiron I spoke of for in, that's positioned in the country's chart that this Mercury retrograde is going to have its time with from the 14th to the 16th. When the solar eclipse aligns on April 8th, it's conjunct that Chiron. So it's saying you got a year ahead, America, that you are now triggered to heal. And not that we'll be done in a year either, but we're going to get somewhere different than we've been going. Let's just put it that way. So do I think that could be obviously exposing disclosures? Yes, but there's there's other things. I got a lot of notes here, but um, there's a lot of other energetic cycles coming in that reveal we, I think we could hear disclosures long before that. I mean, I don't think you're going to get everything at once, obviously. Um, but, <laughs> you know, this April, the emotion. So you think, wait, wait, you think that March or April is going to be the, the, the month of, of high activity. I think it's March. I think March is going to start 
And it's well, I don't think we'll have any lack of activity in March. It's just going to escalate. But like how chaotic it can get is what the April will determine. You know. So um, that that conjures up that that things aren't fully baked. Like they don't have a baked plan. They're still trying to formulate a plan. Well, here's how I would also look at that. I mean, because listen, nobody's excused from Mercury retrograde, not even these people. And let me tell you, these people utilize astrology and numerology. Uh, I was just going to say that. So thanks for saying that, because I know yeah. they do. They, they like they the so astrological do. dates. They like the the significant and the significant dates. They they leverage significant dates. That's why I'm asking about April 8th, because they are they are definitively planning something big and they, I don't, I don't think it's fully baked. And you and I have a mutual friend that thinks it's baked and all signs say it's baked. I just don't see that. I see the situation being fluid. I see that there are players that don't have a seat at the table that are actively disrupting their plans and outing a lot of what they've been trying to do to the planet as well as here in the US. And case in point, this disclosure around Obama asking MI6 to spy on the Trump campaign, that's a massive disclosure. That's not that's not an authorized disclosure. That's an unauthorized disclosure. And I can't help but think that there's going to be more of that as we get closer and closer to the event horizon. Call me crazy. Oh no. I would never call you that. <laughs> I would never call you that. Um, and I, I want to bring one example in that happened last year of how, and if I have uh, my Patreon community is, is so certain, my Patreon handle is soul certainty community. And I do these universal month updates. So that's, that's a whole collective understanding, you know, because, you know, also going back to, you know, you repeatedly say this so often in your sit raps is, you know, Hey, America's got, we obviously have our own problems to be concerned about here, but what is going on right now is a global, there's a global healing that's also going to be happening at the same time. And I mean, I've, when you theme out years, which I always do. So 2024 overall is, is an eight universal year via the math. Eight is guided by Saturn. Now, Saturn is like your father. If you don't do it responsibly, there will be consequences. And this year, I have coined the year of Earth healing via the creative heart. And it's due to the fact that Saturn is sitting in the sign of humanity, which is Pisces. This is the last sign. And that is like the grandparent, as I mentioned earlier, Pisces is like the grandparent sign of, of the Zodiac as well. But it's where everything is felt in an empathic, sympathetic way. And I don't, I, I it's, it's in, you know, there's all timing details to get into on, on, in, in that way. But anybody who has not been doing things with a moral compass, in my personal opinion, by the close of 2024, you will know. We will know a lot more than we do obviously in the very present moment. But if we look at even what's happened in the first seven weeks of the year, there's been quite a, a, a you know, there, there's some interesting things rolling in. Oh, it's been a, uh, 
it has been a year of disclosures already. I mean, yeah, we've been seeing it, you know. Uh, yeah, it's amazing how down. much has been disclosed already. I, th I think the most interesting thing is the amount of the amount of gaslighting that's been exposed across the spectrum. And that to me tells me that that's not that's not white hats or whatever you want to call them doing mm -hmm. that. That's that's spirit doing that. Right. Because there's a certain amount of karma that goes with this shit, too. And you just said the big word also associated with 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 Mr. Saturn in charge of 2024. It's all about he he's known as the karmic adjuster. So karma is being adjusted in 2024 and equilibrium is seeking to come back in. It may get really freaking ugly to 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 get that done. I just I just have one ask of the universe. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. When. When a when Barack Obama gets bitch slapped like a two bit Puerto Rican whore <laughs> by karma, I want to be there to watch it. Okay, well, I tell you what, with, with his birthday being the fourth of August, you better believe he is. He's rare. He's ripe for the picking. He's heading. He he gets a he has a very emotional year that shows up once he gets into past August. So let's wait to see what happens. But I, I suspect. Yeah, that emotion is when the world realizes that Big Mike is a dude and that he loses. Well, all I oh I I think you're we're heading for all of that to come out of the woodwork absolutely. And when he when he um, crosses into his new personal year in in August. He enters a two personal year and it is an emotional roller coaster. So I think it's going to be, and, and, and the higher energy of it, which is, this is just, it, it does make perfect sense energetically. It is known as it's a, it's a 20 personal year for him, which is rooted back to two again, but it's known as the awakening. So I think you're going to get plenty of that when it comes to, to him and, you know, about the whole, the rest of it. But I want to circle back to one other thing that we were talking about with, you know, we were saying like, you know, these, obviously these cats are utilizing this stuff. So last, uh, late last July, I released my uh, universal month outlook for August of last year in 23. And this was known as, it was a 15 vibration of, of the, it was a six personal month for August of 2023, higher energy of the 15, which represents in numerology, the magician energy. And it specifically says, watch hypnosis, mental hypnosis, and the elusive charms of people, if they're using it in a way to be manipulative, especially when you're dealing with the numbers four and eight. Now, what happened on August 8th last year that hypnotized everybody to believe, oh, it was climate change that, you know, was why the sad devastation that was, I certainly believe that was no accident whatsoever. And the 8-8 date in a 15 universal month as it was last year 
I, I mean, I was just like, oh my God, I can't. I, I mean, I, I mean, I I had said it on, I mean, I have the record, the recording is on Soul Certainty Community. You can access it. I, I, I mean, so they utilize this information as much as they want. Now, what's interesting as well, when you're looking at this eclipse coming in April, it's 4-8. It's, it's, the, it's the dealing with the numbers 4 and 8 again. Now, granted, we're in a, um, we're in a, the whole world is in a victimization month in, 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 in April. <laughs> There's the sacrifice, the victim energy of what circulates from the universal year understanding throughout April. And it is a truth disclosing energy as well. So that's where I wanted to also tie that back into, you were, you know, like, is this about truth? And, you know, for America, we've got a lot of truth coming about, you know, just things that, again, were scuttled under the rug as good as they could keep doing it. But I just don't think any of this stuff is going to, because of the way Saturn is working overall with this entire planet and being that this country is connected to, obviously, many of the things going on in the world, yeah, there's this gonna you we're not gonna be able to get away with this uh, you know whatever needs to be held accountable for is coming i think it's coming i would agree and it's and, gonna and be it's before the election in a, in a screaming for healing you know yeah, it's coming screaming for healing big time and i don't think the average person you know which again is nobody listening to to this uh sit rep um, the people who are not emotionally, spiritually, and mentally prepared, I, I, I let alone physically, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what to say, you know, and, and God bless everybody, but there, there's a lot of things that are going to start to shift this spring and, and they're going to shift in a very, very powerful way. Because the whole the whole world is going to experience this total eclipse. But what we've been talking about about how it happens for America, that's how it it, it is experienced by America, you know, as as a nation. So um, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, and what I'm, you know, well, we we had a few other. We had we had a few other uh, uh, people here to talk about, but you had mentioned most recently about. Musk and, 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 you know, obviously the allowance of Tucker and, and how all of these things there's, you know, obviously people are getting this information and I would not be surprised whatsoever that your forecast of somehow that, that will get shut down, shut off, whatever that could be coming for Musk during April, especially. I wouldn't be surprised. They're, they're um, looking for hear, some reason to shut down social media. They're looking yeah. for for some reason to, to try and retake control of yeah. the cultural narrative, and it's not going to work. I, and I say this based on his chart. So Musk is in a, what we know as a five personal year. Now that happens to be a five years Mercury guided. So Mercury guides the fives, uh, five energy. So if you have it, uh, you know, you're born to the, the 5th, the 14th, the 23rd of any given month, you're also a five. If you're a Virgo or a Gemini, you're, you're also guided by Mercury. 
But Musk, in a five-personal year, so we're looking at, okay, where's Mercury tootling along in, in the chart? So these retrogrades that happened every, happen every three to four months are very important, extra important for someone in a five-personal year. So Musk has Mercury in his retrograding in his career and public life where he is, quote, recognized, how he holds up the structure. He's got a lot of something going on in April. That Mercury is going to shake it up, change it out, whatever. And then on his spin in time in nine, within the year itself, he's in a month of endings in April. So something's coming to a drastic close. And when you couple up a nine month in a five year, I, I don't. When you said that the other day, I was like, "Oh God, I got to look up Musk for a second here and just brush up on his forecast." And I'm like, "Oh, bang on that that would happen plausibly in April, big time." Big well, time. I just, you know, I. The short answer with Musk is, I didn't trust him to start with. I don't trust him now. I'm yeah. not going to trust him later. I don't think he's the savior, savior of free speech. No, I think it's an op. I think he's he's controlled opposition, and his his visit to Israel, his rhetoric around Israel, his rhetoric around free speech, and how they're still shadow banning people, and he's he's using the guise of you're not going to have the loudest voice, you know, you may shout, but not everybody's going to hear you. Mm-hmm. That that's shadow banning, and yeah. I don't trust I don't trust him any farther than I can throw him, and I say that. For two reasons. Number one, he owns the biggest satellite constellation for communications around the globe. This is exactly what the elite would do to regain the narrative and lure people back so they can control the cultural narrative. That's the end state they're trying to reach. It's not going to work out for them. I hate to say it because karma is a bitch and the karma is going to catch up to them. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, he still has to be dealt with, and we still need a town square that is free of censorship. I don't care how offensive it is. It, it still needs to be free of censorship. That's right. And that's right. That's what I see the reckoning as, is the disclosure that he's a controlled controlled operator. You yeah. know, Tucker, you can make the case he's controlled too, but I think he's controlled by somebody who doesn't have a seat at the table. Or at least funded by somebody that doesn't have a seat at the table. Yeah, it's interesting. They would have fucking stopped him at the gate if they knew he was going to interview Putin. Come on. I, well, and, and, that was yeah, high well, I mean, level access. That shit doesn't happen. Right. And your point of that was, you know, well, extremely well said because, I mean, yeah, anybody thinking, you know, had <laughs> just sneak in there, you know. And now for Tucker, what will happen under this Mercury retrograde is it's going to mess up his ability to serve, meaning what he does for work, what he does to be of service. And he's in another, he's uh, in now a little bit different from Musk, who's in the five personal year. Tucker is in a five personal month in April in his, you know, in his forecast. So something major is shifting. I, and because when you said that, I was like, you know, God, the, I got I got to just look, look into that. And Tucker has one thing. He's born to the fifth to this, excuse me, the 16th of May. 
the 16 has a very, very, very specific Chaldean karmic mystery. You're not supposed to strive for fame and celebrity or you will get knocked off your tower eventually. And not that Tucker is doing it in a, he's obviously doing it and he he's, wants to be, you know, the purveyor of justice and exposing the truth. I, I understand that, not taking that away from him, but there's something about him. He needs to do it in a different capacity than he's doing it. Let's just put it that way. Um, because I don't know how much money he's making, but you know. <laughs> well, his last his video with Putin has over three hundred million. I I videos, know, I know. So he's he's getting too famous for what his energy and that frequency and vibration he has. It's get it, it it's going to get to a point that it won't hold him anymore. So I mean. There's a lot more to the, to, you know, to um, many things you can get into to talk about, but just focusing on how is that Mercury retrograde uh, uh, affecting him is, is that now the Mercury retrograde for Trump is going to start off in his ability to be in his own sense of truth, his own personal truth, his ability to stand in his personal truth and his foreign enemies or whatever's going on with foreign policies. That's where it starts. It, it goes for the first 13 days of it through the 13th of April. Then it crosses back into his area of wealth, which is also the area of what we say in astrology. It is where you transform your life. It's where you go through experiences of death and rebirth. It doesn't mean physical death per se, but it can. Um, it's just that something drastically changes, ends, so that you can have a rebirth of some sort. So that's how the Mercury retrograde is affecting him. Now, Trump is always mirrors this country's forecast via just the numbers. He's in the same universe. Uh, he's in the same personal year cycle as the country. He's also in a year of endings, conclusions, finalizations, clearance. He's also in this 18 energy. And again, you'll see that on the, the blog post that'll be, that was written and, and shared last year when we entered this 18, this country is in a, the higher energy of the nine is an 18 vibration of it. And it's only the third time in the country's history it's ever happened. And it's called spiritual material conflict. And basically it's saying we need to be spiritually aggressive more spiritually aligned, more spiritually conscious. The materialism in this country is not going to sustain itself the way people think it is. And if people have lost sight of what spirit is and spirituality is, it doesn't mean religion, but however you believe in spirituality, I mean, it can be religion for you if that's how it, it works. But people have lost, they're all into this material side of life instead of what the spiritual side of life is. So Trump in April has expect the unexpected like the country does to be aware of. So if I were his team, I and I he probably consults with an astrologer for all we know, but I would have the highest security he's ever had, and especially where he lives. 
especially where he lives. It's that tells me you think he's going. They're going to try and kill him, which would that would literally line up with how these people operate. Yeah, I mean it's it's plausible. I certainly, again, I'm not predicting that. It is a plausible. That's how he needs to navigate the energy because it's it it's rather dicey, and it would certainly coincide with the country's forecast of if something like that goes down. <laughs> And that's all mid-month when, when that energy shifts in, in, in where the Mercury's hitting his chart. That would set off a, a, you know, that would set everything into motion. It would set everything into motion of that kinetic, like people just losing it and, and going back to all that emotional energy and how everything is, you know, beyond our, you know, scope of, I mean, a lot of people, we still can't wrap all our heads around this stuff. Now, what comes is as, as we go into April, I'm oh, sorry, as we finish off April and we move into May, the, the Mercury turned around on the, on the, um, the 20, 25th. There's what we call uh, a, an approach and a shadow period of those Mercury retrogrades. So we're going to be working with the shadow, which is the correction from reflection time. The approach is the preparation. That also begins 19th of March, by the way. So we start to feel the Mercury retrograde energy like a preview show from the 19th of March that leads you right up to the 1st of April when it when it kicks and it starts retrograding. And then you got the eclipse in the midst of that, the lunar eclipse. So again, the latter part of March is just lit up like a light bulb energetically. People will be feeling it however they're going to feel it. As again, we're moving into May. So the, the Mercury turned direct on the 25th of April. We work with the shadow of that through the 13th of May. We cross May 1st, the planet going back to the country's forecast, the planet in charge of the year, which is, which is the nine year and is in the country's chart. Where is it working in the country's chart? The whole time this Mercury retrograde has been going on, that Mars is in the communication of the country, the information that we're getting, how we're thinking, what's our mindset, what's the mentality of the country. So Mars is going to be like drop those weeks of late March moving through April or driving in the communication area of the country. So the anger that will be stirred up in this country, because Mars is also about anger, aggression, very penetrating, aggressive energy. So the mindset will get very... <laughs> Again, not that it's not already like stirred up like nobody's business as in the now, right here, right now, but it, it it's gonna get more bitey. Let's just put it that way. As we so work, it's just the makings of a soul war. I, I, well, I've you and I have talked about this for the longest time, and I believe that that. In, in my, it, it is my personal belief that this is coming. Aside so, from how I'm objectively looking at this, it just, how could we not get to that point again with what's going on here? I mean. Well, they're, they're definitely pushing that, right? Yeah. So I think that that is a, uh, that's an end state they want to reach. Yep. They, uh, 
I want to make sure I heard everything. So into March, we'll start to see disclosures. We'll start to see, we'll start to see the angst of, of um, certain populations picking up. We'll see a certain portion of the population moving towards accepting some of the narratives that they're hearing and buying into it. We'll see a certain portion shy away from it. And then we'll see a, a portion that's in the middle that's confused and prone to conflict. And then in April, we actually start to see conflict as well as more disclosures. And I think that conflict will come from disclosures. Did I hear all that right? Mm-hmm. And did yeah. I miss anything? <laughs> oh God, there's there's a lot more to to tie in, but you know, we <laughs> I don't want to like blow out people's brain cells talking to them today anyway, because you know, I mean, this gets so in depth, and I, you know, I do my best to take a very complicated language and and chimp it down, um, especially the language of astrology, but um, you know, numerology is easier for people to put their heads around once they you know want to open it up and and allow it to to make some sense, um, you know. I mean, and I get why this is blocked for a lot of people because of the way we have been conditioned to think and so on and so forth. And this is very different from how, you know, anybody thinks about things because, you know, you're not taught to understand cycles. You're not. Um, and we're not taught to, we're not taught to look at our own, like when you say circadian rhythm to somebody. They have no fucking idea what you're saying to them. It's your sleep yeah. patterns. What do you? Yeah. Most people don't even know what their sleep patterns are. They figure it out over time. But you know, one of the things that you do, because um, early on in my career, I was doing, you know, when I went down the Air Force pilot route, and back in the you know 80s and 90s, they were all about figuring out when your optimum sleep time was, because yeah. they wanted to maximize you know, pilot endurance, they were trying to figure out when, you know, when is, when is your worst flight time? When is the worst time for you to be in the cockpit at the controls? Because sure. the other people on crew that they crew you with that want to use a night person, want to use a day person. And all of that stuff matters because, you know, it, it, it used to reduce the number of mishaps. But the point is, is that when you say circadian rhythm now, most people are like, what is that? Because we, we don't teach that. We don't teach civics. We don't teach home economics. We don't teach, you know, we teach people. It's like the dates on fucking cans, right? How much food do people throw out all the time because there's some arbitrary date yep. on the can? Yeah. When you, when you and I grew up, what did we do with a, a can of food? You look to see if it's bubbled, to see if there's botulism in it. Otherwise, you're good. <laughs> If it hasn't been, if it, if it was sealed up to begin with, yep, it's good until you open it. Yeah, it's out of ten. <laughs> and now they have arbitrary dates on these, and people think it's gospel. It's it's, it's marketing bullshit, and it, it well, just and it's goes, also consumerism. So you buy absolutely, more, you know, absolutely. And, and welcome, welcome to America needs to wake up one hundred and one. You know, <laughs> you know, I had a bunch of spam in the garage, and one of my nephews getting ready to throw it away. I go. Do you know that shit has a shelf life of like 5,000 years? Because there's Yeah, it's like a Twinkie. It is like a Twinkie. There's <laughs> enough salt in that shit to make it last for 5,000 years, even in the heat. I mean, come on. Give that to Troop. Did, did you give him to Troop? Doesn't Troop eat spam? I think I've seen his videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. He's. Yeah. But my, you get my point, right? The point uh, absolutely. Is, is that I absolutely. You, you have all of, these, all of these different 
nuances that they've programmed into the society and you can't talk people out of it. And the part yeah. that, that, that drives me nuts is people are so they're, they're so ingrained in the way they think that they can't break out of that. And it's, that's what led us here. It's why people are so susceptible to these narratives. Cause you're like, you're, you're trained. We were trained from, you know, I'm going to say the fifties when TV yeah. started. That's when we it were, started. Sure. We were, we were trained, trust, trust the news anchors, trust the, the first responders, trust your politicians. They're all fucking douchebags. Nowadays they're all on the take like this, this, this um, congressman that was literally walking along with the uh, the Patriot Front dressed as Nazis, talking about how racism is is growing in America. Like motherfucker, I know you took the money. You're a shill. Just stop. Everybody knows you're a shill, and everybody knows they are feds. Just stop. But that's the world we live in. Is this this world of crazy that's wrapped around stupid? And so many people are wrapped up in stupid right now. They can't see straight. It's retarded. Well, they don't even know how to to change a light bulb in their life or do anything of practicality anymore. I mean, you know, before the television showed up, people knew how to do stuff, you know? I mean, let's face it. Now, like, I mean, and you say this repeatedly on, on your sit reps as well. It's like, how long is it going to take to unwind from all of this once we really, truly hit the culmination point? Generations. You know? And, yeah, and this is, is not going to be like this. Oh, it's going to be all let's just fix it all in a day. And, you know, to bring up another, you know, sad point about this country is this country is on antidepressants more than I mean, unbelievable. They don't even want to deal with reality. That's we the, are the most dedicated country in that yeah. way. I mean, it's it. I mean, that's it's a pharma. Sin. Yeah, it's pharma. Which is another whole topic for another day of straightening that out. Um, because yeah, that's when do you see one last question before we wrap this up. When do you see Carter kicking off? Because I, I see Carter, <laughs> I see Carter. I thought the dude would yeah. that is one resilient dude. Cause I thought he'd be dead by now. Because when when the wife died, they were super close forever and ever. I thought he'd be gone too. I, well, you know, I agree. I thought the same. I'm like, yeah, they were such a close couple. Why wouldn't they, you know? Well, I mean, hell, first and foremost, you, any discerning astrologer, you never, ever, ever predict death for anything. I mean, in a physical, you know, I mean, no, you I'm not asking you for when, what day he's going to die. I'm asking, but, you, what, you know, I mean, I'm this. just like making that clear to everybody listening as well, but I'm going to, I'll say this for Carter. He is in a nine year as well. <laughs> so he is in a year because his birthday is, is October 1st. So we do the math, his personal year cycle since last October is a year of endings. And of course, the first ending he saw was his wife leaving. But as far as him going through an ending, uh, his own ending, I, uh, you know, <laughs> April's plausible, um, but it, 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 it certainly, now that eclipse that will happen at the end of March is very close to his son. It aligns like that eclipse is going to be in Libra. 
and it's very close to his Libra sun. So is he, you know, I, I, I give it no more than six months at past if it doesn't happen before then, but I would say any time around the close of March moving through the autumn, if he keeps going past that, well, then they're probably giving him some form of something to keep him standing up or sitting down straight. I don't know. If he lasts that long, he's an alien. Uh, you Probably. Yeah, yeah. You know, but as far as, you know, and, you know, it was, it, there was, I don't know if you saw on the news recently, I was, I had, cause I had to just look, look him up. Cause I was like, wow, that's like crazy. The guy, I can't remember his name. He was he was in a helicopter accident. He was a big. Uh, he was the prime minister of. Um, God, that happened last month. This month, anyway. I won't go there. Anyway, I looked up and I could figure it all out. And so his cycles indicated. Oh well, an accident was going to happen that he had to be careful of. So, with, Same with Trump, right? Because you said the Trump needs to be extra. Extra the, the, diligent for, for with this particular month coming up in April, he needs to be super cautious. Like I, like I said, if I, you know, were advising him personally, I'd be like, your security better be, you know. I mean, and with the way he's also mirroring the nation in this eighteen root of nine year of endings. I mean, look, it is why. I mean, they've always been a great. I mean. The media's just always killed that man. I'm, or they've tried to, you know, just terribly. I mean, you know, like you always say, hate orange man. You know, teach everybody to hate the orange man. Oh yeah, orange man bad. Yeah, orange man's bad. Yeah. But this year, in the nine year that that he's in, like his experience has been, they have taken that and just like the, the aggression is tenfold compared to what they were doing before. Well, you know, that's, because, yeah, you that's know they're what, trying to stop them. You know, that's they, Obama. That's that's what Obama and, does. And of He's course, petty, you know, we we, we we understand why, but nevertheless, his life experience is saying, okay, well, dear, you're gonna get a, you know, you're gonna get a lot, a lot of aggression, and especially since the fall pulled in, he keeps getting in the way. There's a whole other thing with with the way the new and the full moons operate. Once a year, they they hold. I call it a annual holding pattern. So instead of because most of the time, the degree points of any given new or full moon, month to month, they shift. So the the number from the last month is different the next month. But in and I. I did sort of talk about this. I think we started talking about this last year. I might have. No, I did. A, I did. a. There's a good podcast you can access that I've done about it anyway. And by the way, the one thing that I wanted to add is that the movie Civil War is coming out. Oh, on, of course. April 12th. Hello. Yeah, they're, 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 they're trying to program it. Of course they are. I yeah. mean, they're, 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 yes, that I forgot all about that movies coming out. And, and that's that's. Yeah. To the, I to wanted the, to add it because we've been circling around it, and it's because, it's predictive programming is what it is. Okay, here's yeah. I know we didn't get talking about lexigrams today, but this country uses the cinema to to screw with you. That's all they do. They use it to screw with you, and that's in the word America, camera crime. 
cinema crime is all in the name America. Just looking at America, we, we could get into like the fact that United spells untied and the United States of America has all kinds of goodies that you can pull out of there. Lexagrams are what you pull anagrams out of any given word, name, or title, and you phrase them like poetry or prose to spell out the truth. This is another whole thing that I do. And I'm hopefully past the Mercury retrograde. I'm going to be starting to do more writing about this. I've, I've been a little being everything gets censored. I've just been very cautious about how to put it in print or where to put it in print uh, because it'll get taken down because all these players, you spell all the stuff right in their name, but anything we're watching through that television on these, you know, 90% of your cinema is all to screw with you. So bullshit. Well, exactly. Thank you. You know, so people have to be very, I don't know. I, I just, there's very little that I watch anymore. In skeptical fact, last, is the, the word you're I'm looking very skeptical. For. You um, got to be skeptical of everything, assume it's bullshit, and then work your way backward from there because yeah, 90% of the time it's just gaslighting and BS to, yeah. to generate an emotional response. And and what kills me is how much of the, the astrological chart lines up with the stuff that we've been talking about on the round table, right? Because here's yeah. another fact that people don't realize. At the end of March, the funding's running out for all of these homeless shelters supporting all these migrants. So a big swath of the migrant population is going to be out on the street. And when that happens, you're going to have all kinds of chaos because you've imported millions of people that are that are essentially they're eating off the food chain and when the food chain runs out, then they're not going to have any resources and all their prepaid debit cards. So you're going to have people that came here for economic opportunity and and they're they're going to be in a world of straits, then you have all these players that have been pre-planned to be here that are military age males. Some of them are going to go off the reservation. It's going to be a very chaotic month. And I see this being a planned event for one reason, one reason only. So when they release the movie civil war, people see that as predictive programming and they respond to it emotionally. Yep. That's the name of the game. That's how the game's played. Yep. And how much of that shit did we do in Iraq? I mean, come on. Every time Bush would get in trouble, there would be some bullshit statement around, we don't know how, we don't know where, we don't know when, but there's a credible national security threat. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. Mm -hmm. You're in trouble again, shithead. And that's exactly what's going on here. They're, they're trying to predictively program and set conditions so there's chaos in the streets and there's civil strife. And more importantly, then they can declare that there's some kind of race war going on. When really it's just going to be a bunch of starving illegals here that nobody wanted in the first place. And you're going to see all all flavors of conflict out of that. So anyway, any last uh, comments for Because I think it's a good place to break. Any last comments for the audience? Uh, well, utilize this time wisely to prepare. Um stuck up on things. I um, mean, we didn't get to the very end of the year, but we'll, you know, we'll, because, you know, the, you know how like we've all had this, uh, you know, that the, the food is going to this and so on and so forth. And 
I think you're going to start to really, really, really see the problems. That'll be holiday season moving into next year, into 2025. I think the reality check, and that will also be a global thing. I don't think that's just an American problem. Uh, but the, there's another interplanet retrograde that will start in early December that indicates it's food supply that we're going to be needing to be very, very concerned about. So, you know, if you like your stuff around and, you know, I know you guys talk a lot, you know, especially, you know, with people who have uh, the need for medical supplies, if you're dependent on things like that, it is not unwise to, you know, just be prepared. Don't be paranoid, but be prepared. You know, there's a big difference with that as, as we all know. Um, but there's a healing coming in this country, and I don't think it is going to be uh, very quiet. And it's going to be pulling in very, very shortly here. So be aware. And as I always love your uh, you, your words that you normally say, I think almost every sit rep, is we do need to start visualizing what we want on the other side of this and how it needs to look again so that we get back to basics in a good way instead Agreed. of dealing with not being able to fix things ourselves and and so on and so forth. Um, you know, we we need to be able to be self-reliant is is what we need to need to be doing. And yes, your local community and all of those things, you know, quintessential to be aware of. And the less time we spend on technology, the better. <laughs> Agree. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on. We'll do this in a couple more weeks because I think by then things will have developed and we'll have a good read on this. We'll, we'll have some more evidence. So we'll have more circumstantial evidence to uh, tie everything in. And, and then we can get into summer details because we have another Mercury retrograde in the summertime in August. That's going to be another humdinger. And that's where I think you're going to be dealing with a lot of foreign entity problems. I, I think would agree. what you're talking about with what you just mentioned you're going to be at the crisis mode in August with that. Probably. Yeah. I would agree. Well, Sharita, I appreciate you coming on and uh, thank you as always. Thank you. All right, everyone, as usual, cut the fear out, cut the emotion out, be prepared. God bless one team, one fight.